Blog Talk Radio. Raw living is a state of mind, a way of being in alignment with your body. Raw living means you put yourself and your body first. Your host, Gita Sadu Rob, is the founder of Nosh Detox, located in the UK. They offer innovative raw food smoothies sold across Europe. You experience it in your skin, your body, and your mind. And now it's time for Living Raw Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome um, to Living Raw Radio. This is Gita Siddhu-Rob, and it's such a pleasure to be with you again today. And I have a really, really unusual guest on today. I have a guest I've always believed, as you know, that there are so many different routes to getting better. There's so many different routes to performing better. There's so many different routes to feeling better. And not one thing ever works all the time for everyone. And that you should try one thing, you should try another thing, try again. But when you find something that works, hang on to it. And for me, healing has always been one of those things. It's always been something I've believed in. It worked for my son when he was originally ill. It's something that I have studied, I've looked at, I've believed in, but it's still, interestingly enough, something that's very much at the sidelines of society. And I don't know why that is. It's something that works because you can't explain something. I think doesn't matter, doesn't necessarily mean that you shouldn't believe it. I totally have no clue how electricity works, but that doesn't mean I'm not turning on a light switch. But what we do have unusually today is the wonderful Robert Ginsburg, who's going to talk to us about why healing is scientific, why he does have research that proves it. And this isn't really at all where I come from when I look at it. I think, oh, yeah, it works. Let's try it. But Robert's approach is completely different. And this is why I'm really, really pleased to welcome him on the show. Robert, nice to have you. Thank you. Um, I know that in terms of healing, you've spent... De- over a decade, haven't you, researching the techniques that you now use. Can you tell me a little bit about how that came about? Well, I guess you have to start with the fact that I was an attorney. Uh, I was looking to make a transition. I went to, um, I saw, I watched the healer, an energy healer work. Uh, I resonated with the energetic aspect, and I started studying healing. And eventually, I met Unfortunately, incredibly lucky to meet Nikolai Lebeshev, an extraordinary Russian physicist who has a whole new approach to healing, a whole new approach to healthcare. That's the essence of science that he taught in Russian medical schools. He has the highest degree in physics given in Russia. And the system is, I believe, extraordinary and really never been done before on Earth. So there you are. So how did you meet, um, did you say Nicholas? How did I meet him? Well, um, yeah. I was living in Philadelphia to, uh, when, I, when I was practicing law. And uh, when I ran into, I got interested in healing. And uh, eventually it became a passion. I closed my law practice and I moved to San Francisco, which is a really a whole different planet. And uh, in San Francisco was where I met Nikolai Levishov. I went to a, uh, a networking affair, and you get 30 seconds to say what you do. And I said I was an attorney transitioning to becoming an energy healer. And somebody came over to me, and who I never saw before or since, 
and say, well, if you really want to be a healer, check out this new Russian guy that just came into town. And one thing led to another. That's amazing. But isn't it um, a huge step to move from being an attorney to a healer? You know, everybody thinks that, but not really. Um, For me, it wasn't. Uh, Maybe for some people, it might have been. But um, the work I do is extremely scientific, and um, it requires knowledge of all kinds of, you know, anatomy and physiology and pathology and physics. You know, not not PhD knowledge, but some knowledge. So the work's very in a sense, analytical, and yet very, very intuitive. Yeah, completely, because I, from what I know about healing, you, do, you almost are being led intuitively, but if you don't have a baseline knowledge of anatomy, of how the body works, of how different things work, you're not understanding what you're applying. So it doesn't make you, it makes you into a better healer to be understanding the, the, the physiology of what you're doing, don't you find? I think that's correct, you know, and one of the things I learned is um, before I met Nikolai, I actually had developed my own system of healing, and uh, I I was hired by a prestigious school to give a two-year training program in my method, and my method was primarily applying energy, and um, uh, I did not not include the scientific basis, and what, what I learned is that applying energy stimulates, it activates, but it won't heal unless there's really knowledge. Knowledge of what's going on in the body, what the problem is, and how to heal it. That's been my experience because the results I get now are certainly very different than what I got before. Are you saying that when you apply energy with intention to have an effect, that's more effective? Yes, but it's more than intention. You know, it, it's precision. For instance, um, if I'm working with, a, with, with, uh, with somebody who has um, a heart problem, say, I will, you can't just have the intention to help. You've got to find, I have the intention to heal this particular valve in the heart by doing this act. See, it has to be that precise to really heal. And that's what's missing, really, not only in the alternative field, but but also in the traditional field, you know. So you're saying that people have the intention to heal and they'll give a blanket application of energy, which, as you said, stimulates, which is, I I think is a really interesting way of describing it. Um, But because they, you need to have put in the extra effort to go, here's what's in the heart, here are the valves in the heart, and therefore when you've got that, you have the energy knowledge already, it's the extra knowledge of the anatomy that is then making you so successful, whereas you could be, have some success just at applying energy. That's correct. Okay, so would you have known this before Nikolai or was the process of being with Nikolai what helped you to understand this? No, it was 100% working with Nikolai. You know, and I, I, I studied with Nikolai for over 15 years and, um, and that's what it takes to do this work because not only do you have to have all the scientific knowledge, but you have to develop 
for want of a better word, spiritually. You you have to really open up your being, open up your soul. Um, there's a lot to this work. So when you say that you have to open up spiritually, and, and again, this is something that I, I 100% agree with. I just want you to explain it so that we have a better understanding of it for somebody who doesn't at all understand that. Are you saying that you are opening up more to being of service and that therefore makes you more effective? Yes. Well, it, you, you, know, you have to... The, you, the quality of the energy that you send... I mean, you send it with a precise program to heal this valve. The energy will be received better and it's being delivered with kindness, if you will. There's a different quality to the energy. It makes it more As opposed to coming from an ego place. Yes, that's correct. How did you, I mean, so, so, I mean, you're saying that you went to work with Nikolai. I mean, where was Nikolai based? At the time, he was in San Francisco. Ah, he was. So you gave up, you've moved your practice over, you meet some hand of God, a messenger, that says, go find Nikolai. What was that like? I mean, did you think, what am I going to expect? Did Nikolai think, who the heck are you? Or was it, it was meant to be? Well, um, I did not know about Nikolai before I moved to San Francisco. I, I, don't, I don't think he was... Uh, when I met him, he had only been in USA about two months. So it mm. was extremely fortunate for me. And it's a very interesting story about how I didn't actually meet Nikolai. I was at this networking affair, and this, uh, as I said, this woman came over to me and said, if you really want to be a healer, check out this Russian guy. And he was working on somebody on Saturday morning. You could come and watch him work out. And she gave me a telephone number. Well, uh, I mean, I thought I was pretty hot stuff at the time. <laughs> um, I had developed my own system. I had just been hired to give a, a training program in my own method. But I called anyhow, which is very unusual for me, really. I called, and I had to drive like 35 miles to see him. And I drove those 35 miles, and I got there, and there was nobody there. And I drove oh. back home, and I called the second time and um, because the fellow had given me the wrong information. And so I called the second time, and I drove again to meet him. And I walked into the room, and I saw he's a very, very big man, 6'6", you know, waves a lot, and he's a big man. And I walked in the room, and he nodded at me, and I got the distinct feeling that he knew I was coming. Oh, yeah, I, I think what I picked up was when this woman told me about Nikolai at, my, at, a, at a soul level, if you will, at an unconscious level, it, it resonated with me. I did not know consciously, you know, uh, who but this was, but something moved me to go meet him. And there so what did you, you said... You said that you thought you were really hot stuff, and then you saw him. What did he do that kind of blew you away? What did I do to what? Oh, you said that um, you thought that you were amazing until you met Nikolai. And so when you went to meet Nikolai, what did he do that was so different that blew you away? Uh, well, just his presence. 
I mean, his presence, I mean, it was a, an energy field like I had never seen before. And um, so um, I started work. Uh, I went to meet him to get an individual treatment, and the energy was so strong. I mean, it was different than anything I had ever experienced before. And he was giving a, a training class, a class, his first class in USA, and he encouraged me to take it. So um, I didn't know what to think. I mean, he really was more expensive than most other things. But I sent my best friend, who was a medical doctor, down to meet him to get an opinion of what he thought. And my friend came back and said, well, if you want to be a healer, this is the guy you should train with because I've never seen anybody with so much confidence. And that started the whole thing. With so much confidence, he said. Confidence. That's amazing. So he just he the the aura for of Nikolai was what carried him. Yes, he's he's very different than anything I believe the world's ever seen before. You know. Is he still alive? No. Okay. And so, tell me about so what happened then? How did you you did the training class? Well, the training class lasted over two months, and um, it entailed, Nikolai has a way, this is going to be very um, hard maybe for some people to accept, but, you know, they say we only use 3 to 5% of our brain for conscious activity. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard that. Okay. Yeah. Well, Nikolai is so advanced he has a technique, a way of opening up the brain to all of its power. Oh, and wow. It doesn't happen overnight, and it takes years to, to un, un, really what happens is the brain unfolds. And he worked on my brain for a long time. And as my brain unfolded, I developed powers and abilities that I did not have before. It's kind of the way it works. It's amazing. I mean, he, he is just absolutely amazing. What so I can did tell you, you, when I first met Nikolai, yeah. he encouraged me to take his class. And what he said to me, he, quote, he says, Robert, you take my class. I evolve your brain one million years ahead. You see past, you see future, you see everything. There you are. That's what he did. Wow. And, and, and yeah, it's, did, it's, this, this process of evolving your brain, how did that feel to you? Did you feel that's what was happening, or did you just wake up and sort of yes, find you could no, do you could new see, things? I could actually feel parts of – one thing you could feel was parts of the brain moving around and opening up and then unfolding. And it's very gradual because, you, you, you know, you, the neurons can only move so quickly. And you've got to really be ready for all this. And um, but uh, one of the first couple times he worked on me in class, I remember walking down the street and I could actually see inside a building, you know. And wow! I was having lunch with a friend of mine, and he mentioned something about his grandmother, and I saw a picture of his grandmother, you know. And this is all in the very beginning, and. Um, you know, you know, 
uh, it's been the most amazing process that I have been through that I think anybody could ever imagine, honestly. It sounds it. I mean, it sounds life-changing because you're never going to be the same person again, right? And when you no, become so, when you become so attuned to to everybody around you and the universe around you, you also are a different person because the level at which you could hurt the people around you or be of service will also be completely different. Yes. You know, I mean, you, you know, my website. Um, has about 75 or 80, I don't know, I've never counted them, testimonials of people who've been healed, who I, I, who I work healed, and, and I think you see results that you won't find anywhere else in the world. Well, so let's talk about that. Well, so that, now you know, you've... Not egotistically, but, you know, let's talk about what... No, and, and I mean... It's true. I've been on your website. It, it, and we'll, we'll, we'll tell everybody um, at the end of the show about how to be able to go on your site and to look at what, what you do. Let's talk about it. I think healing is massively unused as a tool to help people to perform better, live better, work better. Um, and it's something that, you know, like how people go to the dentist. I think you should go to healers like that, like a maintenance system. Honestly, I really, really believe this. And I absolutely do that. I have always done it. You know, for the last sort of 20 years, I've done this. Tell me a few case studies. Pick up maybe your, your top three case studies that we could talk about that, that where you've, you've been able to help people and make a difference so people understand the kind of difference healing can make in their life. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, the first case that pops to my mind, I'm very proud of this, is that um, a 21-year-old American college student went to Ghana on an exchange mission. Um, he contacted malaria. He was placed in a Ghanese hospital. He then got all kinds of infections, including pneumonia. He was rendered unconscious and stayed unconscious for quite a few days. Airlifted then back to San Francisco, still unconscious. Um, he was treated in the intensive care unit for maybe three weeks or a month, you know, and no response, still unconscious. The family was called together and they were told that, um, you know, I'm sorry, the infection that he has are resistant to the antibiotics, which is a common problem these days, you know, and, and uh, so at that point, the family was willing to take a risk because they didn't want a young man to die which was what the doctor said would happen. One of the cousins yeah. knew me, and they called me, and I worked on him and, uh, from a distance. Uh, I can work from pictures or, or whatever. And I worked on him like, you know, a couple times a day for a few weeks to break through this problem. And then the, uh, the doctors called the family together, and they said, um, we don't know how, how to explain it, but he's turned the corner, and today he's, he's 100% fine. So you see, a life was saved. And um, another very interesting case, I like to tell this one, is I got a call from a, 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 a professor at East Budapest University, and um, he got out of bed one day, and he couldn't get off the floor. He was so dizzy. And uh, he was taken by ambulance to the hospital. He spent five days in the hospital. They did every single test possible. 
to find out his dizziness, and they concluded that he had near syndrome, which is a catch-all for inner ear problem. They sent him home. They gave him four kinds of medication, and they told him to cut out all his activity. You know, he was a young guy, relatively young guy, and was active. Um, so eventually he called me. And what I do, uh, Gita, is I do a scan of the organism, and I can do it in person or at a distance. And I will feel where there's a disturbance in the energy of somebody's energy. And I felt a disturbance in his neck, energy in his neck. And I can kind of tune in and see things. And so the neck was completely out of whack. The muscles were all tight. Vertebrae were out of place. It increased the pressure in the head, caused the dizziness. It took me, it did not take me two minutes to come up to the cause of the problem. He was in the hospital five days testing, and they never found it out. So what I do at that point is I, for want of a better word, I visualize the perfect neck for this guy. All the vertebrae in place, the muscles relaxed, and I send that program to him with my thoughts. It reaches him, and, and eventually it, it healed the neck, and he's fine. I mean, he sent me an email a little later saying he was now ice skating on one skate. So, um, wow. Another very interesting case. Um, a woman from Northern Ireland called me up, and she was diagnosed with Meniere's disease. And um, she was desperate. She had two young children, I mean, an infant and a, and a toddler. And she couldn't take care of her children, right? And she went everywhere. She tried everything, honestly, everything possible on the sun. And she couldn't get any help. And, um, and you know, for Meniere's disease, the medical profession, the traditional medical profession, says, I'm sorry, you have to learn to live with this because they don't have a, a, a drug that will solve that problem. So um, she got home. She was driving home uh, from visiting a family, and she was, like, distraught. She said, there must be something in the world that could help. And she went back to her Internet and did a search, and the first thing that popped up was my website. And so she got in touch with me, and um, I worked on her, and I saw the problem was primarily a pressure issue, and uh, I resolved the pressure, and her Meniere's disease healed. And um, she's become a, uh, I don't know, she's a wonderful person, and she's become a great fan and so forth and so on. And and, uh, it's just so nice to be able to improve somebody's life, somebody's family, you know, I mean, I think you get an idea, you know, what the work's like from those three cases. But, I mean, you're talking there about people that have almost lost hope, right? I mean, people who you help because they literally had nowhere else to go. I also think that you and healing and what you do has an effect where people just, the thing that, okay, so I run a health business. The thing that upsets me the most is when I will see people, for example, who've had a headache for five days and they'll take a painkiller. And I'm like, you know what? Actually, that is really not the right approach to it. If what you've got is a headache and you've had a headache for five days, the universe, your body is trying to tell you something is out of balance. So 
why wouldn't people come to people like you, even people like us, but we don't do the healing work that you do, but come to health professionals and say, you know what, this isn't right, it should be in balance. Wouldn't you think that people should come to you more as maintenance along the way because you could help them to stay healthier and therefore they wouldn't get as sick? Yes, of course, but, you know, um, I've learned to become very tolerant of, of people because, you know, they, uh, they're, they're programmed. You know, you're programmed from birth to believe a certain way and to trust, you know, trust a certain process. And it's very, very hard for people to break free from their training. Some people, it's very, very hard. Others have a, you know, are a little more adventurous. But, well, certainly people would be, um, uh, would be better if they could search out. I mean, the people that I think should really be searching out are the medical profession. And, yes, um, I agree. They don't seem to be willing. And um, they're just hold on to their approach and to, to giving people medication. And uh, they're closed-minded. Well, oh, massively are. so. No, massively so. I mean, there are people who go on our nutritional programs and doctors will say, you don't have to eat that food because it makes no difference what you eat. I mean, in this day and age, people will say to our clients, and I want to smack them because personally I, I feel like that would be a good intelligent approach, but that no one lets me do that, so we don't do that. Um, what do you think? We've got a few minutes left. What do you think... I mean, because you obviously have, I mean, we, we are, you know, when I rang you and I spoke to you and I said, you know, how does this work? And, and the very interesting thing about what you work, what you do in a session is that your sessions don't actually last very long. I mean, they're around 10 minutes at a time. Is that right? At, at, the, at the most, at the most. Yeah, because you said to me five to eight minutes. Yeah, and it can be on the telephone, it can be on Skype, it, it, it can be from anywhere, it doesn't have to be in person. In fact, you don't do this necessarily in person, is that right? That's correct. 95% of the people I work with are, I work with over the telephone. And how many people come to you like every month? A lot. Because they find that I you, you, you maintain them. You know. I mean, I'm, I'm Sorry, very say that again. I'm really very, very, very busy. Good. I'm happy Hello. to hear it. I'm a huge fan of the, of the concept of this anyway. Now, what should people... Okay, we've got people listening, and they're like, huh, I've never seen a healer. I don't know anything about a healer. I'm not at death's door. I'm not dying. I'm not at my wit's end. Why would I come and see a healer? What would they come to see you for that would be good and help them? What, what are the signs that's, that they should be looking for? Well, I, I think people feel symptoms. You know, I mean, um, uh, people have to contact me with a specific issue. You know, it can be more than one, but, um, you know, if people have a, a heart issue, they feel it. If people, people are not hearing right, they feel it, you know. I think people just have to pay attention to what's going on in their body. I mean, and they kind of have work, to tune in. Other systems maybe work a different way, but that's the way I work. 
so talk to me about your what is the name of your website? www.thenewknowledge all one word thenewknowledge.com the new knowledge the new knowledge or new knowledge the new knowledge.com and on there are your contact details yeah there, there's a there, yes there are there's um people can contact me through the website and you are offering a a diagnostic session. So in the beginning, people can call you and have a chat with you, and then you work out what the, what kind of course of healing they will do and what they need after that. Is that right? That's correct. Fantastic. And um, yeah, I mean, I I I just think that I can only encourage people to to call you because honestly, I think that what we can do in these days with energy medicine and looking at the level of experience you've had, the years of training. I mean, you've been training for over a decade, right? Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, I, I just think it's phenomenal and that people should definitely try you and call you. It's been really fantastic having you on, Robert. Thank you so much. It's been really interesting and it's great to learn another methodology and, and understand somebody with your experience doesn't come along very often and it's just been a real pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome, Gita. Thank you for having me. And this is A Living Raw Radio. Welcome, everybody to this episode talking to Robert and talking about healing and I look, for, I look forward to seeing you again soon Gita Sidhu Rob Living World Radio goodbye <laughs>